0: Hi guys, welcome back to It's Me Tanks. Happy Friday. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on the SiriusXM app, Stitcher, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. And don't forget, if you want me to talk more about something, throw a diamond emoji on there. Um, Hi guys, how are we? I had a busy week. Um, We launched the ice cream. This has been truly such a pipe dream of mine. If you don't know, I have... An ice cream sundae named after me at Craig's. And I, I eat some sort of frozen dessert every day. And let me back up. When I moved to L.A., I actually went to Craig's really early on. Because I'd heard about it, like, oh, that's where all the cool people go, whatever. And I went and I just remember thinking, fuck, am I going to make it in this town? I have no job. I am so lost. Actually, it's not true. I had a job. I was moonlighting for a weed company. And I asked what Indica and Sativa was on my first day and they were like, "Um, "Okay, feels like knowledge you should have in your back pocket if you're going to do this job. Anyway. What I loved about Craig's was that, um, you know, even though it was this fancy restaurant where all these cool people went, everybody was treated really nicely and it, it felt like everybody kind of knew each other there. And I've always loved that vibe you know hey my my family issues are rearing their ugly head but i've always felt like you know when you go to a salon or a restaurant and you just feel like ah everybody knows each other that's such a comforting feeling so i um i loved it and then you know started going more got to know craig over over time and we started putting our heads together because i love dessert you guys know i have a raging sweet tooth incorrigible sweet tooth um And my favorite dessert is like an ice cream sundae because you get like ice cream and sauce, which is, you know, my dream. Um, And there's a little bit of everything. So I kind of said to Craig, like, what if there was a dessert that, um, you know, was was kind of meant for sharing (laughs) and funny with COVID Um, was meant for sharing. Everybody putting their spoons in because people love to share dessert anyway. Right. But I always get anxiety that there won't be enough dessert. Um, because again, incorrigible sweet tooth. Uh, so what if there was a dessert for sharing, um, and it was big enough for everybody? And also what if there was a lot of rainbow sprinkles? And also what if there was like a little bit of every single flavor of ice cream? Um, and also what if it was a spectacle? Because Lord knows I love a spectacle. Lord knows I love an Instagrammable um moment. So, um, that's when we created the Craig's sunday almost honestly like nine months ago we created it and it did really well um was in vegas and there's a craigs vegan and resorts world in las vegas and so that you can get the sunday there and it's just really fun like you 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 see people in craigs get it and they're they're so happy even though it's like Really funny when people don't know there's a sparkler in it, and then it comes out, and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Everyone's taking pictures. It's it's celebratory, and I always say, you know, it's meant to be shared amongst friends, and it's for meant for celebrating, even if all you're celebrating is that you're with your friends. Because you know what? Those small moments, like maybe you're just getting to get getting together with your girlfriends, having um a nice dinner. Maybe you're catching up with your college friends. Whatever, um, it's so nice. So. Then, you know, my little mind, the hamster wheel and the old brain got turning and I said, well, what if, what if everybody could try it? What if people, all of my followers everywhere in America could order it? And what if, what if we could take it home because it's so good? So then I told Craig my idea. Actually, I told Sethy my idea first and he was like, Jesus. Okay, Christ. But you know what, guys? If you don't say it, it can't come true. Thoughts become things. the words you speak become the house you live in so i I told Sethy, and he said, "All right, fucking hell, let me go and see what I can do um and you know, the wheels started turning, the ball got rolling. this hamster metaphor has gone awry um, and we started formulating, and like that was just. I felt like Willy Wonka, right? Because I, you know, I was sitting there testing ice creams. This is my dream since I was a child. My dad and I always used to eat ice cream together on Sundays and it's just I don't know. It's it's an emotional thing for me. Um anyway, so then we we finally got the right formulation. Delays because of, you know, production line whatever and we finally we finally got it. And so this week we launched. I'm so excited for everybody to try it. It ships nationwide. Um, and I decided that all of my proceeds uh, from the ice cream are going to go to Be Strong, which is Bethany Frankel's um, charity that is right now focused 100% on uh, relief for Ukrainian refugees. So um, I'm just really proud of Bethany. I'm massively impressed by her work and um it felt like the right thing to do so uh order ice cream and know that it's going to a, a really good place um and that's what i did this week what else did i do this week oh my god i i saw i went to a movie premiere um it was called seeing red it's pixar movie when i tell you this is the best movie that i've seen in five years no word of a lie Okay, I, I'm I'm pissy about the state of media right now. I'm pissy. And I know I've got people from Netflix and Hulu and all that shit watching me. Listen, listen up, guys. All the movies have, quite honestly, sucked dick. Like, I haven't been excited to go to the movie theater in so long. I haven't left a the movie theater and said, wow, well done. They really killed that one. They really did a good job in so long. I go to this movie, and I'm so glad I went because I almost canceled it. I was like, oh, it's a Tuesday, whatever we go to this movie when i say i was cackling open mouth cackling in this movie that's meant for kids and then at the end sobbing holding lauren's hand sobbing being like they're just so proud of her they're just, literally um listen take your kids 100% again it's called seeing red i think the reason i liked it is because it just felt so multidimensional it to me delivered what you what a movie should deliver which is laughs cries take home message discussion after the fact. God, the people who work at Pixar are so smart. They do not miss. And it's just there's so many dimensions to their to their movies. And what I like is that, you know, they are kids movies, but I I fully took away a lot from it. And I think that they do that. They layer in that that those messages for parents too. it was also really diverse, but it didn't feel box checky. It felt very authentic it just felt naturally diverse because, hey, the world is diverse. It just felt like a great representation. So, again, if this kid's movie can do it, come on, everybody else, you can do it too. Obviously, it's not that fucking difficult if, if they can do it in a kid's movie. Um, so, I'm dying to do voice work. Um, I always have wanted to do voice work. Um, I want to animate Ceviche and make a little movie about um, Ceviche going on adventures. I know everyone wants to make a movie of their pet, but I genuinely think Ceviche is like special. So anyway, go see that movie. It was really good. Um so last night we threw a little party to celebrate the launch of the ice cream, um, at Craig's where else. And Tinks had some drinks. Tinks had quite a few drinks. This is what I've been talking about, guys, is that I <laughs> I get to the weekend and I just I need to blow off steam so badly. And boy, did I blow off steam. Also, I, I'm i brunette now. I'm fully, fully brunette. Like, I, I, I'm in the dark side. And let me tell you, this new hair has got me acting like a whole new person. Did you guys ever watch that movie Sliding Doors growing up? It has my lord and savior, Gwyneth Paltrow, is the star of the movie. And um, in it, she, like, there's this pivotal scene where she gets new hair and then she, like, her whole life starts. And so I have always maintained that when women need to have a big change in li- their life, they change their their hair. So that's what I did. And I touched on it a little bit yesterday and asked me anything. But honestly, guys, I'll be blunt. Like I've had a really good couple of months career wise. We've been working so hard as a team. We did the ice cream. We did the podcast. We've got the radio show coming out. We did merch line. And um, we've just been so heads down. And I really want to be grateful and present for this moment. Because I think sometimes when when things start going good in your career, you can just think, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And then you just, you are living in the future. And that's good. And and I'm excited for everything that's coming, but I'm so, so grateful for this moment. So how how does this fucking relate to hair tanks, you're, you're wondering? Well, I feel like, you know, sometimes it's nice to kind of truncate an era. So my dark hair is starting an era of fun, gratitude being super present I was talking to my therapist this week like I was like how can I be more present I feel like I just am constantly living in the future and she was like gratitude it always goes back to gratitude for the present moment um so really really doubling down on that that's just what I'm working on on myself right now um and my new hair is here to help but seriously when I was out last night brunette it's sexy it feels good I like it um my sweet angel cast did it for me. I tagged her on my Instagram if you want to check it out. Um, so I'm going to a wedding today. <laughs> and my friend John and I have this thing called wedding horny, where, like when you go to a wedding, if you're single, you are a different level of horny because it's a special it's a special type of horny. You go. You see everybody in love, you're drinking the whole weekend, you're looking good, you're on like a weird vacation vibe, but it's just all about love. And if you go alone, you're like, wow, I'm horny. So I'm interested to see if I get wedding horny at this at this wedding. I'm sure I will because my friend and her fiance are just so deeply in love and um, I'm really excited to celebrate them. It's in Mexico, so... Off I go. Um off I go on my merry way. I'm sure there there will be plenty of margaritas for for me this weekend. Okay, I want to dive into something that we talked about on Instagram yesterday. I get so many questions about box theory, right? This is my theory. If you don't know, let's do a quick little recap. Um Box theory is my theory that when a guy meets a girl in a romantic setting, so a setup or on a dating app or a date, whatever, they're seated next to each other at a dinner party, he puts her into one of three boxes. Number 1, he wants to date her. Number 2, he wants to hook up with her. Number 3, he wants nothing to do with her. Okay, well if it's option 3, it's pretty easy to identify, right? You're okay, that's fine. You're shit out of luck. Um where we get confused is between date and hookup box, okay? Basically, the theory goes that you can't move from box to box. So if a guy meets you and he's like, "I want to date that girl," you could puke on his shoes on the first date, you could get super drunk, you could talk about how you like tantric sex and you're, you know, I don't know, whatever. And he's still going to he's still going to want to date you. Vice versa, if he puts you in the hookup box, you could hold out on sex for months. You could talk about how you went to Bible study um, at, that week. You could talk about how much you love golden retrievers. And he's still still not going to want to date you. And then people say, okay, well, Tinks, that puts all the power in the guy's hand. Okay, you're looking at it the wrong way. The reason that the theory is empowering is because I want you guys to not stress over when you sleep with him or oh my god i sent the text and that's why he doesn't want to date me wrong okay wrong it's nothing that you do we spend so much time being like oh my god well if i hadn't slept with him like after five dates like he would have wanted to date me no he wouldn't have no he wouldn't have um and i don't believe in manipulating guys into dating you okay i i don't i don't believe that like So yesterday in Ask Me Anything, someone asked a very common question, please, like, is there any way I can, I can get, is there anything I can do to get from the hookup box to the date box? And I said, let me ask you a question. Why would you want to manipulate someone into dating you? Okay. Could you? Yeah, probably. Could I, could I teach you some dark arts, Professor Snape magic to manipulate some guy into wanting to date you maybe yeah okay sure we could we could probably do that why would you want to 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 do that is that how you see it going when you tell your grandkids like how you met your your the the person you're going to be with well uh, grandma met grandpa and then he only wanted to schmangalang her but then after 3 to 6 months of manipulation he finally caved and they got together let me tell you something you deserve a guy who is going to put you in the date box. And let me tell you something else. There is a guy out there who's going to look at you from across the room and go that one and go, wow, I want to date her. How many times have you heard that where you, you know, you hear a guy say, I knew right away I wanted to date her. I knew right away that was my wife. They know. Okay. And you, it's about self-worth at the end of the day. Like if you're stuck in the hookup box, people write in all the time. They're like, "I'm stuck in the hookup box. Like, I, how can I get out of it? How can I get into the date box?" Go find someone who puts you in the date box. Ultimately, it's it's such a question of self worth, um, and it just pains me when people are are stuck in the hookup box and they they instead of going to find someone who values them and who cherishes them, they're just hell on trying to get into the date box like could you claw your way out of the out of the hookup box? Yeah. And people are sometimes like, "Well, I actually hooked up with a guy for 8 months and then he finally dated me, so your theory's wrong." Okay. Okay. Was was that a fun 8 months for you? Crying over whether he was going to text you back or not while he was seeing other girls? Like it's ultimately a question of self-worth and everybody deserves and can and will have someone who meets them and is like, I'm obsessed with her. I just think that um, box theory is helpful on multiple reasons. And this is one of them. Firstly, it's helpful because it takes the pressure off. So don't worry about when to sleep with him. Don't worry about whether you send the text at 11am or 2pm. It really doesn't fucking matter. And then it's also like, it reminds you of your worth, right? If you're in the, hookup box, that is that person telling you, I don't value you enough to date you. I don't think that you're you know, worth my time to, to invest in. So that should empower you. And And listen, another person asked me, well, what if I'm okay with being in the hookup box? Great. Great. If you're just looking to have fun, that's amazing. But it's good to know, right? It's good to be super clear with yourself on where you stand with the other person. Matches energy always, right? I always say that. Like, if you're okay with it and you guys are both just having fun, great. But just be aware. That's another reason why the theory is empowering because it helps you think like, okay, well, which box am I in? Okay, there's another question people always, uh, inquiring minds wanna know. How do I know which box I'm in? Well, does he, okay, so signs that you're in the date box. He texts you. All the time, guys are honestly bless them. Very simple. If they like you, they'll text you. They'll ask you things about your day. They'll remember that you have a shitty boss and check in on that. They will say, "Hey, how did your sister's foot surgery go? Is your dog feeling better? Do you?" And and then they'll plan dates. Right? They're planning dates. They're guys when they like you, they're like planning the next date on the first date. They are thinking ahead. They're texting you on a Monday for a Thursday dinner. Okay. Signs you're in the hookup box. Um, they're hot and cold. They only text you on weekends. They don't plan dates. They're like, when are we hanging? Um, what's your plan this weekend? You know, that vague shit that I hate, by the way, I need to do an entire podcast on the, on the phrase, when we hanging never buddy, never. If you use that phrase, um, So, yeah, he only texts you on weekends. Like he's not he doesn't value your time. He's canceling last minute. Um, Again, if you're okay with that and it's just like a mutual fun thing, go off. But if you feel anxious, if you're like, oh, like, is he going to text me? If you're getting that feeling, you're in the hookup box. So. Be empowered by that information. Don't be depressed by it. Be empowered by it. And if you're not into that, and if you want more, and if you want a relationship, then go, go, then leave. Then stop hooking up with him. Um, and so that's kind of my Friday sermon is that I hope now that we've dug into this a little bit more, you feel empowered. And please know that there is someone out there who will put you in the date box immediately. And when they do oh my God, it's the best feeling. Like, it's the best feeling because you know. You don't feel anxious when they're when you're not with them. You don't, like, look at your phone 10 times a day being like, oh my God, should I have said that? Should I have not said that? You just feel easy. Like, if you're putting your texts, if you're, like, writing out the text in your notes app before you send it to him, he's not your guy, okay? Because when you feel comfortable with someone, you just fire shit off. I'm so fucking weird on text. I'm so bizarre. I honestly sent a drunk dm last night that i but i like him so anyway um guys i hope you have a absolutely fabulous weekend. I um, I love you so much. Don't forget to um, follow, subscribe on the Sirius XM app, Stitcher, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast, so that you never miss an episode with me and throw the diamond emojis up. I know I promised that we were going to do glossary. What we need, we honestly need more time. We honestly did a deep dive into box theory today. So next week, glossary items. Um, I love you guys. Talk soon. Bye.